From Toronto, Ontario, that was Dunai from their second CD, Soundscape, and a song called Chedispola Shirokea, Across the Wide Field. Hello there and welcome to Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio, coming to you on AM 1320 CHMB Vancouver. I'm your host, Paula Demchuk-McQuarrie, Pukarinska Pavlina. Thank you so much for joining me in this hour. We've got lots of music, mostly music, in fact, this uh, program, with the exception of uh, one audio track from the Nash Holos Audio Archives, Ukrainian Jewish Heritage, and an episode narrated by Peter Baker about the Maiden of Ludmir. And of course, we've got our usual proverb of the week, other items of interest, and as always, plenty of great Ukrainian music. And coming up next is a group from Saskatchewan. Uh, their uh, name is Tutitam, which translates as here and there. And actually, that kind of describes them because they're not really all in Saskatchewan. They're scattered all across the country, but they still call Saskatchewan their home base. So we refer to Tutti Thomas from Saskatchewan. And here they are from their first CD, which is untitled, and another song about a field. This one was unplowed. Cheyes to Polichko. Thanks to the foresight and generosity of its donors, the Shevchenko Foundation has been investing in the future of the Ukrainian-Canadian community for over 50 years. Since 1963, the Shevchenko Foundation has been funding initiatives that strengthen our Ukrainian-Canadian identity and enhance our Ukrainian-Canadian cultural heritage. These include fine and performing arts and arts groups, museums, cultural centers, education, 
as well as authors, journalists, and the Ukrainian-Canadian media, including this program. The Foundation strives to become the premier not-for-profit foundation in a Canada which acknowledges the Ukrainian-Canadian community as a fundamental component of Canadian society. Nash Hollis listeners are encouraged to support this vision through continued donations into the future. To apply for grants, make a donation, or for more information, visit ShochenkoFoundation.com. APL. APL. The world is yours. Редактор 
That was the Euphoria Band from Edmonton from their newly released CD in a song called Visnyanka, which translates as Spring Song. And before them, the Tadastrik Sisters from Winnipeg, Manitoba, from their most recent CD, Domelo Yizu Sirichi, Till We Meet Again. And that song was Oyupoli Krinichenka, another song about a field. And this one is about a well in the field. And coming up next from Edmonton, a group called UB from their first CD, Hardwood Harmonics, which I first uh, encountered in Dauphin at Canada's National Ukrainian Festival many years back, uh, kind of a tailgate party just wandering by, and uh, these uh, young guys were playing this great music, so I went up and asked them about it, grabbed their CD, and have been sharing it with listeners of Nash Holos ever since. Here they are now with uh, one of my favorites on that album. It is called Ode to the Chaban. <laughs> Get the 
And now for a look at Ukraine's rich Jewish heritage, then and now, brought to you by the Ukrainian Jewish Encounter based in Toronto, Ontario. Welcome to Ukrainian Jewish Heritage on Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio. I'm Peter Baeger. In 19th century Ukraine, Jewish boys were being spirited away from their families to serve the Tsar. Hasidism was sweeping Jewish practice from Kiev and Chernobyl through Central Europe. And a Jewish girl became a controversial but charismatic Jewish leader. Hannah Rahel, born Hannah Rahel Webermacher, was the only independent female Rebbe in the 300-year history of the Hasidic movement. Known as the Maiden of Ludmir, she has jokingly been called the second most famous virgin in Jewish history. But to the people of her time, and even long after her death, Hannah Rahel was no joking matter. She severely challenged the social and religious order of her time. Her leadership was based not on dynastic authority, but on the original Hasidic tradition of charisma. Furthermore, she did not ask for money or promote herself. Little is actually known of Hannah Rahel. Only four of her teachings are recorded, and she wrote nothing of herself. The first scholarly study of her life was published in 1909, some 30 years after she died. Even that was based on hagiography, folk tales, and legends. Considerable poetic license has been taken to fictionalize her life. She is the subject of four novels, two plays, and is an important character in Isaac B. Singer's novel Shosha and Ansky's play The Dibbuk. In 2003, a definitive scholarly biography of her life was finally published, written by Nathaniel Deutsch, professor of literature and history at the University of California, Santa Cruz. Hannah Rahel Verbermacher was born in about 1806 in the shtetl of Volodymyr Volinia. Also called Ludmer, it is one of the oldest settlements in Ukraine. Located in an area of shifting borders, at the time it was part of the Russian Empire. Ludmer is also one of the earliest Jewish settlements in Ukraine. Jews first appeared and settled in Ludmer in 1171. By 1786, the town was an important Hasidic center. Hanarchel was the only child of wealthy merchants who were pious Hasidic Jews. Unlike other children, she preferred studying to playing and begged to learn the Torah. To her father's dismay, she became an outstanding student and child prodigy. It is believed she received her religious calling at age 12, when she had a fainting spell and visitation while at her mother's grave. She went on to gain fame as a scholar and holy woman able to perform miracles. When she was 19, her father died and she inherited his fortune. She built herself a house of study, which soon became a house of worship and a place of teaching, where she gave lessons and blessings. Her followers were mainly women and craftsmen common Jews. Hannah Rahel had no aspirations to become a female rabbi and never tried to encroach or challenge male leaders. She just loved the Torah and her faith. She dispensed her wisdom while remaining in seclusion, a common practice among Hasidic tzitzidim at the time. She dressed modestly as was considered proper for Jewish women. But she was also doing things not done by other women at that time, and which are still not done by Hasidic women. Also, unlike other holy Hasidic women, she was not attached to a man. So it was only a matter of time before her activity generated a furor. That a woman had taken on a male role was distasteful to male leaders who considered her body merely a vessel for a male soul. In addition, there was professional envy. One story tells of a male rebbe, supported by wealthy residents in Lublin, upset that many poor women left him to follow Hannah Rachel. In her late twenties, Hannah succumbed to relentless pressure to marry. The next day, for reasons unknown, she dissolved the marriage, and for the next three decades disappeared from the public eye. In about 1860, she moved to Jerusalem in Ottoman Palestine and re-established herself as a holy woman. Her small group of followers, which included Arab women, came on Shabbat afternoons to hear her read from the Torah. Often she accompanied groups of women to Rachel's tomb for prayer. She died in relative obscurity in about 1888. 
In 2004, on the 22nd of Tammuz, or June 11th, a memorial stone was unveiled on the Mount of Olives to mark the gravesite of Hannah Rehel Wevermacher, which had been recently discovered by Nathaniel Deutsch. In her day, the word, quote, maiden, unquote, was a pejorative epithet foisted on Hannah Rehel by her detractors. To a degree, the stigma remains. In 2004, the city of Jerusalem decided to name a street after the maiden of Ludmir, Hannah Rahel Webermacher. Orthodox Jews were outraged. Rather than maiden, the Hebrew word used in the street name translates as virgin, taboo for Orthodox Jews to use in public. A compromise was struck, but a street has yet to be assigned. Amongst non-Orthodox Jews, her moniker is a non-issue. Some revere her as the first Hasidic feminist, and she has even become a cult figure for LGBTQ Jews who assume an affinity with her unusual position in the society of her day. Hannah Rachel is a complex role model for the 21st century. She was a leader of women, and not in the shadow of a male figure, thanks to her independent wealth. She defied social norms of her day, yet remained within the limits of piety. To this day, Hannah Rahel's transgressive behavior, which challenged traditional Jewish views of gender and sexuality, continues to inspire debate and, sometimes, censorship within the Jewish community. As for Ukrainians, legend has it that people in Ukraine, including non-Jews, mourned her loss after she left, and long after she died. This has been Ukrainian Jewish Heritage on Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio. From San Francisco, I'm Peter Baker. Until next time, Shalom. Ukrainian Jewish Heritage is brought to you by the Ukrainian Jewish Encounter, based in Toronto, Ontario. To find out more about their work, visit their website and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Transcripts and audio files of this and earlier broadcasts of Ukrainian Jewish Heritage are available at their website, ukrainianjewishencounter.org, as well as at the Nasholos website, www.nasholos.com.
from Edmonton, and a song called Hey Kumea, which translates as Hey Godparents. This is CHMB AM 1320, Vancouver. APL, we help you reach your goals.
Mickey and Bunny, the inimitable duo from Winnipeg and long ago, and uh, Ukrainian-Canadian Hafnipio remake of Willie Nelson classic, Blue Eyes Crying in the Rain, and they titled theirs Sinyi Ochi, Simply Blue Eyes. And before them, Millennia from Edmonton, from their third CD called Bracha, which means brothers. And that was another song about godparents, Kumea, and a bit of a line dancing arrangement for you there. Up next, from Winnipeg, a group called Sluhai, and a favorite, I think, of just about everyone's who loves Ukrainian music. It is called I Love Music, Vitaduna. <laughs> Музику дуже люблю, на музику піду, і як музика тай заграє, забуду я піду. Ой, тай ду, найду, найду, на, ой, тай ду, найдайна, ой, тай ду, найду, найду, на, ой, тай ду, найдайна. Як я чую музиченьку, зачую, зачую, болить мене головенька в дома не ночую. Ой, тай ду, найду, найду, на, ой, тай ду, найдайна, ой, тай ду, найду, найду, на, ой, тай ду, найдайна. This is the female beat, and here they are with a May Day retreat.
was Jaden Chornaboy with the By Request Band, uh, which has also been featured many times at Canada's National Ukrainian Festival. At two great acclaim, they are very popular, especially with some uh, locals here in Nanaimo. A couple of really, really big fans of that group, which hails from Steinbeck, not too far from Winnipeg. And bringing it much closer to home to the Fraser Valley, up next is Gladys Andreas and the Ukrainian Prairie Band, and a traditional Ukrainian folk song, Ishumet Ihudeh, The Wind Blows.
band from Winnipeg that was the Ukrainian old-timers with the Haymakers Polka, and before them Anatoly Rudenko and the Folklore Ensemble Kiev with another song about Kumeh. And up next, another group from Winnipeg, um, a little bit younger than the old-timers, although um, I think maybe not that much. <laughs> At any rate, here they are now, high-profile with a Polka medley. Listening to Nosh Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio, our flagship show in Vancouver, which comes to you Saturdays from 6 to 7 p.m. here on AM 1320 on the radio dial and online at am1320.com. If you miss the live radio transmissions of the show, you can get the podcast later. Just visit our website where you can subscribe to the podcast feed or download the links, and that's www.noshholos.com. There's also a link to our Patreon site there, and I do hope you'll consider following and engaging with me there, as well as supporting the show. Incidentally, you can also support the show at no cost through the Amazon links found at the Nasholus website. Again, that's www.nasholus.com. I always love to hear from you, so please send in your suggestions, dedications, and requests. Your comments are always welcome. 
Ne žalme, že skinčila našu programu, poranem prištate si a naštali intežden bovče časti domov izkazate do pobačenja. Ale pred tem ja hoću izalašiti vas tekima slovame mudroste. Ne tak vono zaužde buvaje, jak ljudene se bi plane vkladaje. And our proverb of the week translates as events do not always happen according to one's plans. And with that, we've come to the end of our program. I'm Pavlina. On behalf of all of us here at Nash Holos and AM1320, thanks for listening and Dobranic! Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.